great. Um, so I'm going to welcome you. This is uh, Dr. Millen, nurse practitioner located here in California in the United States. I know we have people coming in from all over the world. And um, I want to welcome you to my presentation on fibroids, endometrius, PCOS, and hormones. Oh my, yes. Um, we've got a lot to cover. We're actually not going to cover anything too in-depth, and we're going to do these presentations, a little more in-depth presentations on each of these in the future. But I did want to go over the framework for how we address these conditions in functional medicine. And I think, uh, as we all know, um, you know, women's health issues are pervasive everywhere. These are really common conditions, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, and hormones. And in the U.S. at least, um, we report the least positive experiences in dealing with chronic illness when it comes to women's health. And a lot of women in the U.S. are, uh, you know, skipping the health care that they need because of cost and um, are not very satisfied with their care. And so this is why, of course, I've dedicated my life to women's health for 25 years. Um, I've been passionate about helping women overcome health issues. Um, and um, we know this is what causes us distress and makes it hard for us to do what we need to do for our families. And so, again, uh, the U.S. wins the award of having the highest rate of emotional distress. So um, those of you who are coming from other countries, kudos to you. You guys are doing a lot better than we are. And um, But as you can see, the rates are pretty high. Um, this is just the uh, slide I got on European countries and the U.S. and Canada. And um, I can only imagine that it's the same around the world. Um, and we're looking at, you know, 20 to 35% of women feeling uh, emotional distress and related to health, their health, obviously. So we're going to talk a little bit about each of the conditions that I've listed here. And I think these are some of the common conditions I see women coming into women's health care for and functional medicine. And we're going to talk a little bit about what functional medicine is and what I do. Uh, fibroids, and those of you who are listening, you probably have these conditions and know, but some of you don't. So we're just going to go really quickly over these conditions. Uh, fibroids are muscular tumors that grow in the wall of the uterus, and they're benign. They're not cancerous. Um, some people have fibroids and don't have any symptoms. However, Many women have fibroids and have, you know, pain, cramping, and heavy bleeding. And that is obviously, I've seen women who soak through pads because they have fibroids. Um, not a fun condition to have. And typically in the, you know, the treatment would be surgery or hormonal um, injections. And from a Functional medicine perspective, which is we're looking at root cause medicine, uh, fibroids are typically caused by insulin resistance and elevated estrogen. Endometriosis, uh, sort of a different condition where in uh, fibroids we were looking at the myometrium or the muscle of the uterus. Here 
we're looking at the endometrium and that there's this is the lining of the uterus and somehow these cells from the lining of the uterus are on the outside and you're seeing growths um, and tissue uh, endometrial tissue that's outside and it can block uh, tubes uh, it can cause pain bloating irregular bleeding spotting you can even see some of this endometrial tissue in the digestive area and the biggest issue for endometriosis is it can cause infertility uh, again statistics pertaining to the US because that's where I'm located 11% of women or six and a half million women in the US approximately have this and again we treat it with surgery laparoscopic surgery or hormones and from a functional medicine perspective we're looking at root cause and root causes inflammation something to do with immunity or uh, hormone imbalances let's go to polycystic ovaries um, this is another common condition. Actually, I have polycystic ovaries and I'm really familiar with polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, I presented to my uh, physician in my early 20s with irregular periods, um, you know, bloating, and they did an ultrasound and they found out that I had these cysts in my ovaries. And this is related to hormonal imbalances. Sometimes you'll see weight gain, acne, or hair growth, a lot of hair growth on the face. Um, but I've seen sort of the whole gamut with polycystic ovaries, um, where we've, we typically see, we diagnose based on that ultrasound of polycystic, uh, cysts in the ovaries, but I've seen people who have had nothing else but that. I've seen people who have insulin resistance, um, and prediabetes and that. And so there's lots of different expression of PCOS, and we can imagine there's so many hormones at play. Um, five to 10% in the population in the US, I think it's very common in many countries. Uh, from our perspective, we're looking at what's root, root cause. Is it immune issues, thyroid issues, toxins, and insulin resistance? And then I just put in this category of hormones, you know, I get a lot of folks coming to me saying, I have hormonal issues. I have, you know, irregular cycles. I have urinary problems. I have anxiety or depression at certain times of my cycle. I'm just tired. Um, you know, when I have my period, uh, constipation, diarrhea, abdominal or pelvic cramping, hair loss, really common, um, especially in the menopause or postpartum period, uh, breast tenderness, fibrocystic breasts, weight loss, weight gain, lots of symptoms related to hormones. And um, in women's health, this can be mildly aggravating to severely detrimental to daily life. And I've seen people who just can't get out of bed when they're on their period. And that's not good. We, we need to be able to function. We have things to do. We have families to support people who need us. So um, these are the kind of conditions that I'm seeing a lot of women's health conditions in functional medicine. And we're going to talk a little bit now about what functional medicine, and I've said it a couple times. Um, functional medicine is the model that I'm using to help people. It's an individualized, patient-centered, science-based approach where we're really empowering patients to work with us to address the underlying cause of disease and to promote optimal wellness. Meaning we're not just trying to hear 
mask your symptoms. We really not only want you to heal, but we want you to feel the best you can be. Um, it requires an understanding of what's happening at the genetic level, what's happening at the biochemical level, what's happening in the environment. And we're using all of that information to really hone in on a personalized treatment plan, um, you know, precision-based medicine, looking at how do we improve health for that individual. And as I wrote, you don't have to be miserable. Basically, if something is really bothering you, let's figure out why it's happening and treat that instead of just masking the symptoms with medication. And by looking at that root cause, we're using a whole body, whole person approach. We're looking at what's happening at the, you know, medical issues, obviously, what happened um, in the past, surgeries, um, looking at your OB-GYN, urology history, but any, any kind of medical history. Mental health is an important piece. Trauma and abuse, we know childhood, uh, they're called ACEs, adverse childhood events, can truly impact health. And we see a lot of chronic disease and uh, even pelvic problems and women's health problems and people who've been abused, sexually abused. Uh, social and relationship, uh, what's happening in your relationships, in your social circle. We're looking at a health timeline. We want that full body, mind, body, spirit approach. And then we're looking at using all those, you know, getting an exam, getting questionnaires, getting goals, and then developing this multimodal therapy that really addresses the whole person. So in addressing, um, you know, PCOS, endometriosis, polycystic ovaries, hormones, we really need to understand through testing what's happening at that root cause. And, you know, genetics plays a factor and there's um, extensive genetic testing we can do to understand expression of genes. I think a lot of people have heard of methylation defects. Methylation is really important as far as processing hormones. Uh, we're looking at nutrition and nutrient deficiencies. Uh, we have tests that can determine how your cells are using nutrients and what nutrients might be depleted in the body and preventing cells from doing what they need to be doing. Food sensitivities, food issues, really important. We are really not in conventional medicine testing to see if people are reacting to foods. And Leaky gut is a real thing. I know you've heard it on TV or you're hearing a lot about it, but basically when the gut is inflamed, it is not absorbing properly. It's letting in toxins, letting in infections, causing inflammation in the body. And foods can do that too. So figuring out foods, I also test for uh, you know environmental toxins, environmental pollutants, environmental sensitivities like trees and pollen. Those are all going to play an important factor into causing uh, women's health issues, believe it or not. Yes. Um, our gut microbiome is also really important, and our gut microbiome is close to our vaginal microbiome and the microbiome inside the pelvis. So um, understanding the gut microbiome is key also to uh, understanding inflammation and the immune system. And then lastly, we're testing hormones. You know, we're looking at your thyroid uh, we're looking at the adrenal glands, which is what produces cortisol. 
uh, or our fight or flight uh, sort of response and uh, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and all the other hormones that might be playing a factor into women's health issues. And so by doing functional medicine testing, we're really understanding what's happening, again, at that cellular level, at that individual level. These tests are not done in conventional labs. They're not done in your typical conventional medicine office. They're offered by functional medicine providers like myself. One of the tests that I really love, and I, I just throw it out there so people know about this test, is the Dutch test by Precision Analytical, and this is how we see how hormones are being metabolized. As you remember, we're looking at hormone imbalances when we're looking at fibroids, we're looking at PCOS or endometriosis. So we really want to make sure estrogen and progesterone and testosterone is being produced, is it going down the pathways it needs to go down in order to be effective. And so we can even look at those hormones over a whole month to understand what's happening throughout the month in hormonal fluctuations. You know, are you depressed at a certain time because some hormone is off? And we can try to really understand that and then address it. And here's a little bit about the Dutch test just so you have a little taste of what this test um, and how powerful it is, it really shows you again here, uh, you see the DHEA, the testosterone, the progesterone, and the estrogen, um, the different ways, <clears throat> excuse me, the hormone is metabolized. And let me drink a little water here, I got a little dry. Um, there are three types of estrogen, and we're seeing their metabolism. The pie chart tells us the percentages. We have the 2-hydroxy, the 4-hydroxy, uh, and the 16-hydroxy. And you see how methylation plays an important part. And these understanding of this test is quite complex, and I really encourage people to see a functional medicine specialist in order to understand how to utilize this test and really um develop an intervention from the test because just doing the test isn't enough right we've got to we've got to figure out what we're going to do and you know typically when we're addressing pcos endometriosis and um fibroids we are we are um giving birth control pills we're giving hormonal injections we're not really understanding the root cause and so that's where uh, these, you know, I've seen people with fibroids, they're on uh, an IUD or they're on injections, depot injections or Lupron injections. And then what happens? Things are not improving. And by addressing things at the root cause, we can really bypass that extension of that um, condition and really help reverse um, the condition. And I have seen fibroids. I have helped people with reversal of fibroids, um, improving PCOS and endometriosis. Now you can use hormones if, you know, some people need hormones. I always encourage bioidentical hormones because they're identical to what's in our body. They're not manufactured by humans. They're synthetic, but they're identical to what we would uh, manufacture in our bodies. And I think you would see better outcomes with those bioidentical hormones if those were needed. Some of the uh, herbs and supplements um, that I use, I mean, there's all 
really, there's a lot out there and we can't go over it in a small presentation like this, but there is a huge toolbox that I use in order to take care of people with these issues. And we are looking at diet and lifestyle and, you know, like I said, multimodal therapeutics, energy healing, a lot of different avenues that you can take, but a really important um, part of my plan for folks is to really, uh, you know, look at nutrient depletions and look at how do we use herbs to rebalance the body. And so some of my favorites, I've listed some of my favorites here just to throw these out so people know that there are lots of things that you can do naturally to help these conditions and reverse them um, or at least keep them, you know, keep them from giving you, um, you know, adversely affecting your life. And so endometriosis, I love to use curcumin, melatonin, resveratrol, quercetin. Uh, for my PCOS folks, I like to use my own acetal, cinnamon, fenugreek, chromium, uh, fibroids. Uh, I love DIM products. Uh, they help with the processing of estrogens, I3C, uh, calcium deglucurate, all great products to help kind of rebalance those hormones, hopefully reverse disease or at least improve symptomology and um, get people on the path that they want to to healing. Uh, detox is really important as well. And there's a lot of herbs and supplements you can use to help with the detox process because there are a lot of endocrine disruptors and toxins that affect hormonal balances. And so some of the one of the pieces of treatment that I do is the detoxification and we use supplements to help remove those toxins from the body. And so that is a quick overview of some of the things and what we do in functional medicine for those various conditions, looking at hormones, um, looking at the whole body, using the elements of functional medicine to help tease out the root cause of dysfunction and to really use natural therapies to improve the health, the health of the body by improving natural healing because our bodies do have the ability to heal naturally. We just need to help the body do that. And um, it is possible with a lot of support and guidance from a functional medicine provider like myself. Um, if you have any questions, we always ask that people reach out to us and ask questions. I can wait a, a minute or so if anybody has any questions. I know we have a couple of uh, several people watching. Really appreciate you being here and watching my presentation on a little bit about how functional medicine addresses these conditions. Again, these conditions are quite complex. We can't go over them in a in a 20 to 30 minute um, presentation, but um, I thought I would at least give an overview of our perspective as functional medicine providers on how we treat these conditions. Thanks for attending. Oh, we've got several people here.